$200, a Super Nintendo setup costs twice as much as the old system. For the money, the company promises better pictures, sound, and adventure. Now you're playing with power, super power. You're the king, I tell you! You're listening to the SNES broadcast with your hosts, Soul Blazer and George. Hello, everybody. This is episode 134 of the Super NES podcast. I'm Greg. He is George. That's me. And we're coming at you with our last episode of 2019 as a special episode. Uh, we, we like to do something special like the last episode of the, uh, of the year. Uh, also because of the fact that being holidays, both of us are crazy busy. Uh, so it's like one less game to have to play for something is like pretty good, right? <laughs> right. So um, we decided to, so we decided this year for the special to kind of give George a chance to catch up a little bit as it was. Because um, as long-time listeners of the podcast may know... George is actually my third co-host uh, on the podcast. Uh, originally, I had uh, Chad, and then I had like Alessandro for like for a while, and both of the guys are very great. Uh, they just had real life commitments kind of crop up. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we had to unfortunately required them to to require them to leave the podcast. And there's and, and there's also and there's also a number of episodes I did uh, by myself uh, when I was like, filling in the gaps like between those periods. So altogether, it was about. 35 episodes, give or take a couple, that um, that that we did before George joined, uh, joined the podcast several years ago. So, uh, so, uh, so, uh, so I asked, like, asked George, you probably have some strong opinions, like one way or the other, about some of the games you covered before the, in the podcast before you joined. How about a chance to have you like talk about them? So, uh, George came up with a list of some uh, like some games he wants to discuss. Um, hopefully both good and bad games, because I told him to like to try to, you know, try to, you know, try, you know, try to include things on both both ends of the spectrum to be more, uh, you know, be more fun that way. But, um, and so yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna like shoot the breeze for about an hour or so and just uh, see what comes out. It's not like this, you know, you know, we we really don't have anything planned in this episode beyond that. So, uh, if you like, so if you're a big fan like unscripted, totally off the cuff podcasting, this is for you. I thought that was every episode we did. Maybe for you it is. <laughs> oh. I'm kidding. Wait, I'm kidding. do you script the responses that you have to what I say? No. Wait, how would you script a response to that? I don't understand, Greg. No. Are no, you no. magic? No, no. No, I, oh. no, no script that. I, I may have a clue by now. As what, I, I may have a clue by now as what you may say. Respond to something, to, to something but uh, no, I'm not like a mind reader. Chicken butts. <laughs> See, you didn't expect that one. No. <laughs> See? And I'm also not going to expect your first game that you're going to have for us. So what would you like to talk about? Uh, Arcana. Oh, yes. Okay. This is a very interesting game for sure. So It is. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Go ahead. Okay. So go ahead, and, so, so go ahead and talk about it, and I'll respond to you afterwards. Well, this is the uh, turn-based RPG, the first-person dungeon crawler type game. Uh, It's... An interesting game. Mm. It's kind of lack, like la lackluster though, and kind of bland in a lot of places. Um, I do like when you're in like a town or whatever. It's got like that kind of like shining force kind of like feel where you're kind of just like scrolling 
through the sides, go like looking at each building and everything. Uh, you know, it doesn't tell you what anything is. You have to guess. I mean, some of them have signs on top, but you know, who needs signs? You just walk into every building and just walk around aimlessly <laughs> until you figure out what's going on, right? Yes, and yes, and do everything not nailed down. That's a trademark of Arbor Jeeves. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, I kind of like the style of it, the the art and everything. It mm. looks pretty good. The dungeon, the dungeons itself uh, are pretty bland, but when you get into a battle, it's like a really interesting scene because like these cards flip up of like enemies, not enemies show up, like cards of enemies show up and uh they show you what they are and they show animations for when they attack and whatnot it's that's a kind of cool design too but overall the game's just kind of bland and uh nothing special i'd say it's not a bad game but it's just not super interesting yeah there's, yeah there's definitely like a lot of that i agree with uh the, the uh uh, the, the graphical, the graphical style of this game, the cards, is what's like, uh, 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 what is certainly what makes this game unique. What people usually think of it uh, 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 these days. Yeah. Uh, it ties directly into the story too, because you play a card master who uses these cards, uh, um, uh, who some who summons uh, guardians to help him like through cards in combat. So it kind of plays uh, uh, part and parcel with that whole uh, presentation style, which is very nice. So. Yes. Also, in the first town, I couldn't find a place to buy armor, so that mm. was interesting. Yeah, I just don't, had weapons. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I played this game. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a very typical early Super NES dungeon crawler uh, game. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, if you like games like this, this is a very good one. Um, there are, you know, you know, there are, you know, uh, there are some nice things about this. Uh, the graphics, like, the graphics, like George said, are very unique and very good. Uh, the music in this game is very good. It's a very good soundtrack. Uh, you know, a very underrated soundtrack, I think. Um, the stories, the story's not bad. Some of the characters actually have, like, come and go and have, uh, come and go and have, like, development and development and whatnot, which is not what you usually expect to see in a game, a uh, uh, game of this type. But, um, uh, yeah, the dungeons themselves are pretty boring. It's kind of easy to get lost, like, even the map. Um, it's a hard game. You definitely have to do some grinding in this game. That, uh, like, uh, you like to succeed. And the worst egregious, egregious part of this game is like, like you know how most RPGs boss fights a telegraph because they're telegraph usually for you because you're either gonna be like you know like a, a new room or narrowing of the corridor or whatnot. Yeah. This, this game, nope. You can just be going a regular, regular corridor and all of a sudden boss fight and not be prepared for it at all. Oh. So, Okay. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. I definitely recommend playing this game with emulator and save states if you check it out today because of that. Because right. it's no fun slogging through a dungeon for a, a half an hour and then like them run to a boss that you weren't like ready for, and then dying. Yep. So. Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, this is not. Yeah, you know, like I said, my, you know, my thoughts pretty much like mirror yours. This is not a horrible, a horrible game. It's just, um, you know, you know, it's a very interesting game in some ways, but. Um, yeah, it doesn't really do anything, do anything to kind of rise, you know, to rise above the pack, except for the, you know, except for the, uh, the, the card graphical style of the game that the game has. But, you know, yeah. um, there were, there were dungeon crawlers, uh, dungeon crawler games in the system. So, I mean, like, if you're a fan of the game looking for, like, an old school hard game, this is definitely, like, a thumb to check out. So, um, but, uh, yeah, uh, very good pick. You kind of, um... 
kind of reached deep to the pile like with this one, so. Yep. But, uh, um, okay, so, uh, what's another one, um, that you're interested in talking about, George? Knights of the Round. Oh, yes. Uh, uh you're going way back to episode number two for this one. <laughs> it's awful. No, I'm kidding. It's really awesome. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's a great game. It's a game. really good game. Uh, so what do you think about it? So what do you like about it? Uh, everything. <laughs> it plays great. It looks great. It's just really fun. Um, it's better when you have someone else there with you, but mm -hmm. otherwise, how much can I say about this? I mean, it's just great. <laughs> did, did you play this? Did like in the arcades? No. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is yeah. This is a pretty good conversion, like an arcade game. Yeah. There are some differences, of course, because there had to be differences. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the biggest knock, the biggest knock of this game is the fact that it's very similar to many other to many other games like this that Capcom made yeah. around, like around you know like around this time period. So it doesn't really, so nothing really it, it doesn't really so it, so the game doesn't really have anything unique. Um, but for what it is, it's like it's a really like, fun game. You're right. Um, yes. But uh, not that hard either. Like you know, pretty good challenge. So, but uh, yeah, like a lot of games, it definitely is easier and more fun to have something like you know, uh, um, on you playing along with it. It's always, um, you know, it's always felt like to me that like uh, Capcom's answer, uh, answer, uh, the, the answer to the, um, uh, to the uh, Golden Axe series from Sega. Honestly, I think this is better than that. Really? Wow, these Golden Axe games are very good. They're all right. You ever play the one on the Master System? Ooh. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Uh, rough conversion, huh? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely. Like you know, like yeah, Knights of the Round is a very, uh, I mean, it's a very good saw beat 'em up game. I mean, I think, I think Konami did beat 'em ups a little bit better than Capcom did, but Capcom certainly had a bunch of like very good games in arcades around this time period. So, um, yeah. I remember, I, um, I remember like you know, um. I remember that day, uh, Willie uh, from the uh, 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 from Arcade USA, new was a podcast, joined us for this episode, and like Willie told some stories about this game, which are great. I definitely recommend going back and listen to it if you want to, like you know how like, yes. like you know like how he like how he bonded to bonded with his uh, with his soon to be wife like over this game and stuff like that. So because I so because wife's also like a, you know a huge fan of the game. So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely very cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, very cool, very fun game. So, um, you know, so uh, and very good graphics too, because this is like a pretty, you know, pretty early Super NES game. So, but uh, yeah, um, pretty good pick. Uh, what's your next one for us, George? Wild Guns. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is another uh, get. Yeah, this is another. Yeah, this is an episode. This is another episode where I had a guest host on, uh, Michael Kelso from the. Like on the two dudes in NES podcast because he loves this game. I never played it before the podcast, so uh, had you ever played? Um, had you ever, so did you ever play this one before earlier, George? I did actually. Yeah. Okay, like some history with it then. So a little bit, but yeah, uh, this is awesome. I, there's a reason why they re remastered this game and put it out on modern consoles. I need to buy that still. I haven't gotten around to playing it yet. Yeah, I have to do that too. But. But, uh, uh, but this is this is a, a, a great game. It's it's um, pretty uh, unique too. It's it's original uh, because you're like running around the screen, but then you have this curse, this crosshair, 
and you start shooting you can move the crosshair but you also have to worry about what you're doing in the background and hmm. it's it's hectic but it's really good and it's it's fun it's a it's a very good game yeah this game reminds me also a lot about like another like old like old arcade and nes game have you ever played like a ball no. Yeah, that. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That game incorporates 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 like some of the same mechanics because you're because you're a soldier who has to who has to defeat a certain a certain um um like same like same perspective. Uh, uh, you have to defeat a certain number of soldiers on the screen before you can move on to the next screen, and you can, um and you can like move around to hide behind like you know um walls and walls and trees and rocks and whatnot. I uh, can also oh. um so and you can also shoot and destroy objects in the foreground like buildings and whatnot, uh like your weapons. So, uh yeah, wild guns wild guns reminds me a lot about that game. But, uh yeah, okay. I, um yeah I, I never yeah I never played wild guns before the podcast and like yeah I agree with you this is a yeah this is an awesome game. Um, it is. Uh, Natsumi put this out. They're better known for the Harvest Moon series. So. Yep. Uh, and this game did not get very much attention at all when it came out, which is why it's very, very expensive these days. Copies of this game go for mad, mad money. Like se- like, uh, like $700 worth. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very rare game because nobody, you know, Nazumi's not, Nazumi's not a very big company. It, uh, you, you, know, the, you know, a lot of copies didn't get made, so nobody really realized how good the game was. <laughs> Yeah, they make a lot of mobile RPGs now. Right. So. But, yep. But yeah, I mean, like you know, so the the combining of cyberpunk and western and western stuff in this game was also like a very interesting interesting mix, but, but it works surprisingly well. Um, the the boss fights in this game are great. Yes. But uh, and it's a hard game, but it's not that bad once you get the hang of it. I mean, um, you know, you know, once you get a habit, you know, once you get your habit down for like you know where the enemies come from and whatnot, once you figure out. Uh, you want know, to develop your own personal taste of which person and personal weapon you want to use. Um, you know, the game gets a bit easier. And this is also a game that also shines um, you shine two player mode. Oh yeah. yeah. This is great to have somebody along right. uh, playing with you. Yeah. What was this what was what was this, what was the sequel called? I'm trying to remember the name of the game. Um, There's a sequel? Well 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 the, from what I remember, the the, the, the modern the, the, from what I remember the, the, the game on the modern consoles is actually is actually is actually a sequel. No, it's just a remake of the game. Ah, I thought it was a sequel. It's just like uh, Wild Guns Reloaded or something like that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, you may be right. <laughs> um, I know that game got both a physical release. And it's also still available for sale on the PSN as well. So. Uh, I. You know, isn't it also on PC? I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Though. I don't know. Uh, I can well, take a- I already have Steam open, so we can take a look at that. I can take a quick Let's look see. at it to find out too, because I remember uh, um, at the time we covered the epi- um, you know, at the time we covered the games. Yep, Wild Guns Reloaded, fifteen dollars on Steam. Okay. Yep. PS4, Windows, and Win- uh, Windows and Switch. Uh, oh yeah, it's on the. That'd be a good game to get on the Switch. Features, features, features two new characters, additional stages, uh, uh, additional stages and modes, and updated graphics, uh, like sound effects. Cool. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't been to buy that. I uh, buy that. I just haven't gotten uh, like around to it yet. Yeah. So, but uh, well, very cool. All right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, good game so far. Uh, well, well, for the most part, good games. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
What's another one? That, uh, what's another one that you'd like to talk about, George? Uh, Frogger. Oh boy, <laughs> that's crap. Yeah. So from beginning to end. Most people out here, I'm sure, know what Frogger is, uh, so I won't spend any time talking about the game itself. But uh, yeah, this was the this was the very last U.S. Super NES release. And uh, yeah, you could tell. Yeah, what a way for the system to end on. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they put in uh, like clip art or something in the game and said, "Screw it." Yeah, it is. It is really bad. Um, you know, like you know. You know, the obvious question of that is, well, how bad is it? Well, George, how bad is it? <laughs> it's like Frogger, but like not a good version of Frogger. That's how bad it is. Um, it's just... Uh, there's just a lot of problems with it, at least from what I feel. Like, I feel like there's some problems like with detecting where you are because there are mm -hmm. times where i should be on the other end and you know like at the, like uh hopping into a space at the end and it's just like nah you jumped in the water it's like what <laughs> it's just uh, and it's just ah yes. it's not good the controls yeah. the controls are terrible yeah you know collision detection is awful yeah uh, the, gra the the graphics the, the, they were trying to update the graphics some but they've uh, but it looks like the result of like a six-year-old like who did it. it uh, <laughs> uh, uh, the game just looks awful. Uh, yeah. There's there there's there's none of the great classic Frogger music in the game that you'd expect. Um, yeah, it's like it, it it's just terrible from like start to begin uh, start to finish. What I, what I find curious is that Jesco, the company that um uh, I mean the company that uh, I mean the company that put this out, also put Frogger out in Genesis. But the Genesis version, they just simply. Uh, the Genesis version, it, they simply decided to, uh, decided to release a slightly updated version of the arcade game. They didn't give it the same treatment, quote-unquote, that the Super Nintendo that the version of the game did. And I'm like, why That's did, so weird. Yeah, why'd you guys do that? Why didn't you just put the Genesis version on here and call it a day? Right? I just, I just, I don't, I, yeah, I don't get it. So, what a sad way for the system to end on. <laughs> Seriously. Uh at least in the U.S., like Japan games came out for a bit, uh, you know, a bit longer. So, um, oh yeah, oh, but yeah. but uh, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. I simply cannot say. The only good thing I can say about this version of the game is that you know, like the fact that Frogger, has, the, the fact this game came out, proves Frogger staying power, like even like to nowadays, because they, yep. are, you know, Frogger is a very very good game. There's still my local game Buster still has like a Frogger based game in it. That's how. You know, that's how, like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that's that's how popular the franchise still is. So, I don't mind Jessica doing a cash grab with a uh, 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 with a popular you know popular game, but youch, the treatment they gave this one is just not. It's just it's just a uh, just you got to see it to believe it. Uh, yeah, it's it's probably one of the worst games in the system. Period. It plays how bad it is. Wow. Okay. But so. Yeah, and I, yeah, at the time, that was an episode I did, like, just by myself, because I just trying like, you know, filling, uh, uh, filling gaps, and, like, you know, I did not know how What a way to go. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't, did not know how horrible it was, or I played it, I'm like, oh, boy. Well, I'm committed, so I guess I might as well, like, talk about it, but, um. Right. 
Luckily, however, I can say the Super NES version, uh, the, the, uh, I mean, the Super NES version, Super NES version of another classic arcade game, Miss Pac-Man, is very, very good. Uh, that's a wonderful version of the game. So, uh, I definitely recommend that version of the game. So, um, yeah. So, uh, moving on to hopefully brighter topic. Uh, what's next, George? <laughs> F Zero. F Zero. Yes, I know we talked about this a little bit off mic. Um, give us your thoughts about this game. Uh, I'm not crazy about this this one. Um, I do recognize it as a good game, but I think the problem that I have is that I am looking back on it uh, from playing other F-Zero games compared mm, okay. to somebody who maybe played this game first and then played the, uh, the other games uh, because this game is just very limited. The... I don't want to say the controls are bad, but they're not as tight as I feel like they need to be with some of these tracks in the game. But overall, the aesthetic and and whatnot, the, the lore behind it is awesome. I just can't get behind really playing much of this version of the game. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, like, you know, I think that this is the first game you and I really disagree on. Uh, but I think you made about... Uh, uh, I think you made like an excellent point. The fact that you came this game late, whereas yeah. I was, in the, I mean, was, I mean, whereas I definitely was in that group that you talked about, where like you know I played this game first and then like played the games a series that uh, um, uh, after that. Um, the GameCube, the F Zero GX is is amazing. It's an awesome. Also, game. you get to yeah. customize your yeah. own thing and you can put like a cow print on it. And it's cool. <laughs> the only thing I hate about the GameCube version is the fact that the game makes me a bit motion sick because this. Oh yeah, the, the 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 you get an extreme sense of speed oh, there. Oh yes, too much. Oh, so it's like great, but <laughs> oh yeah, no, I can understand how it could be too much for for some people, but uh, uh the N sixty four. great. The N sixty four F zero game though was fine. Uh, you know that didn't. You know, you know that was also a lot of fun, and I didn't give me the same problems. So I once did a twelve hour live stream, and that was the last game I played. And oh whew. boy, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I've not gone back to F-Zero in a long time. Uh, maybe if I did go back to it, I'd feel the same way you did, but I just remember, yeah. like, really liking this game a lot, uh, because it's strange for me, because I'm not a big racing fan, but, you know, this game, this game was a launch title, and, like, you know, for a launch title, this is an excellent game. Uh, yeah. I, I, you know, it really shows, you know, it really shows what the system can do. Um, you know, great graphics, great music, um... You know, like, uh, I like how you can pick the different cars that have, like, pros and cons to them. So, uh, um, you can kind of, like, you know, like, pick one that you want to, like, you know, like, get good in, uh, like, sort of say. Um, yeah. But, uh, and there are, like, hidden courses and whatnot you can unlock once you get good enough. Uh, um, you know, there's a whole, uh, the whole last, the whole last course is, like, is hidden until you do well enough at the previous courses. So, there is some hidden content, but I certainly agree that there's not as much hidden in this game as, uh, you know, as later F-Zero games have. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just like a really great game for 1991. I mean, I mean, just an excellent game to show the, an excellent game to show the system. You know, show what it could do. Um, and it's like, a, and like, it's a very good casual pick up and play racing game, which, uh, which I guess is the reason why I got into it so much because it's like, it's not realistic, and that kind of makes it like more fun to me, I guess. Um, you know, just a, uh, uh, you know, just the nature of it. So, right. But, but uh, yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, too bad Nintendo hasn't done anything with this franchise like for a long time because um, you know this is something. 
you know, you know, I'd love to see like a new game. The Switch would have been perfect for this. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Just get Sega to make it again. There well, you go. Yeah, yeah, that or Namco. I mean, like you know, you're already partnering with Namco for like you know, like a Mario Kart games. You know, like um, you know, you know, invite him to help out the F Zero uh, uh, series. Anything. But, yeah. Put it back in the arcades. You know, even if they just remade F Zero GX and put it on Switch, I'd be down for that. Mm, yeah, that'd be good. Yep. So, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I do also think this game is a little bit easier than some of the later F Zero games too. I mean, I, I mean, it's still hard. Don't get me wrong, but I think so. Yeah. so but, but I didn't have the same. I, I didn't. I didn't have the same level of aggravation playing Super Nintendo F Zero as I did some of the later F Zero games. So. Um, whether that's good or bad depends upon your, you know, depends upon your perspective on things, I guess. So, but interesting. Okay. Awesome. Well, I think you have one more game for us, George. I don't. Oh, did we do six that already? That was my last. Oh, did, did we do six already? Did I lose count? That was five. Five. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Never mind then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my next uh, game is, um, uh, Super Mario World. There you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's, a uh, yeah, there's a couple, yeah, so there's, um, looking, so looking at the list, there's a couple games here I thought maybe you might want to talk about, but, um, um, you know, I thought, um, I, so, like, so I thought you were a SimCity fan, um, you know, have you not played, like, any of the games? SimCity? Yeah. Uh, I haven't really played the SNES version, but I played... No like SimCity 2000 a lot on the computer and uh, SimCity 4000 a decent amount. We'll have to cover SimCity 2000 at some point because that also came out with Super NES. Oh, really? Yes, yep. Oh, geez. Hopefully it's not as bad as the Saturn port. <laughs> uh, it's fine. It has a couple issues, I think, but it's... I know, but they tried very hard to, to, to make it work, so... Because the Saturn port, the UI was just a mess. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it just went so slow. Yeah, I highly recommend checking out SimCity, uh, the, the Super NES version, because Nintendo actually did some tweaking on the game to make it more consoleized. Um, it's a very, very good version of the game. Um, uh, a lot of fun for sure. So, um, yeah, I know you said before that you didn't want to cover Final Fantasy IV. Um, uh, uh, that means we covered some, some um, you know, covered some RPGs like recently, so... But uh, but you like four, right? Have you played four? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what do you think about Pilot Wings? Um, you know, Super NES game. I haven't played too much of the Super Nintendo version. Hmm. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Again. This is a lot. Like, yeah. Again. This is a lot like F Zero, where I think like the first game's good, but it's hard to go back to if you're used to the later games. So. Because you know, again, you know, again, launched, uh, you know, again, launched game for the system, very good game showing off what the system could do. But you know, the later games, certainly, the, the, the later games certainly did things like better than, uh, than this game did. So, yeah, but, uh, but uh, yeah, cool. So, um, all right then, um, we'll wrap this up here then. Um, um, unless there's anything else you want to talk about, like real quick here, George, for us. Uh, have a great Christmas and a great Hanukkah and a great Kwanzaa and a great year and I hope the new year is good to you for you yes yep yep exactly 
you hear the words right in my mouth. <laughs> well, I mean, they were, you know, they were, they were easy to see. I just grabbed them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are, so, so we are lighting up our schedule for 2020 already. We're already, um, you know, trying to firm up the first, like, few months of uh, whatnot games to cover. Uh, we have some, we, um... Uh, we have a guest host already, like a uh, guest host, like already planned, and I'm hoping, and, and I'm trying, and um, but I'm trying to get more guest hosts uh, um, uh, um, uh, committed. But you know, being the holidays, bad time of year to reach anybody, so like, so I have to wait on that. Um, so yeah, we got some surprises, got some good games coming up. I, I think um, it's George's pick for our next episode, which will be released to everybody here on the weekend of January of January the 11th. Uh, what game are we going to be covering for that episode, George? Oreos Woods. Yes, probably better known. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably better known for its NES version because that was the very last um, Nintendo released uh, uh, game for the system in North America. So uh, I never played the Super NES version of the game. It's going to be interesting. All right. So uh, yeah, but yep, yeah, kind of funny. We talked about like last game for the system, the, the Super NES, in this episode, and we're talking about the mentioning. Mentioned the last game for the NES in the next episode, so uh, yeah, in uh, interesting. So is that like the first game they get rated by the ESRB or something? One of the first. I, I, okay. I, don't, I don't know if it was the first NES game, but because you know Warriorswood came out in '94 and the system was dead that year, so um, well there you go. We could talk about that too. Well, not dead. Nintendo did keep making the systems for a couple years after that point, and there oh, was, it was alive yeah. in Japan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, until like the, 2003 or something like that. Yes, and the last game that came up with the NES, it, 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 like, like, like the NES, was an unlicensed third-party game in 1995. Uh, one of the, one of the, um, one of the, uh, one of the games. I don't remember the name of the game like right now, but so, but this was, but Wario Woods was the last was the last licensed game to come out in North America for the system. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because of that. It, Yes, because that people probably it's because that people people probably know the NES version more. So, uh, as you also mentioned, George, I think the Super NES version like like be like be fun to look at. So, all right, um, thank you everybody for taking the time to listen to us. Um, if you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, uh, things you want to uh, suggest for like uh, future episodes, uh, please feel free to leave us a comment on our Facebook page, or you can also email directly to the SNES Podcast at yahoo.com. We also have a Patreon at www.snespodcast. Uh, 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 Sorry, that's that's, that's wrong. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, hold on a second here. Patreon.com slash was it the SNES podcast? I no, it's, no, sorry, it's SNES podcast. See, that's what's like okay. tripping over. So, but uh, we're sort of a dollar a month. You can get bonuses such as being shouted out, shouted out, fighting for every episode. I'm doing right now with Corey and David. Thank you for your support. Uh, early access to episodes and also be able to dictate a game for us. So, um, uh, and uh, um, so yeah, well, we have some, and uh, we have some other uh, um, uh, special, uh, uh, special ideas in mind coming up, coming in the future. So uh, we, so we hope you stay with us for 2020. Uh, George, if somebody wants to reach you, how can they do so? Uh, Twitter's a thing. I'm on there. Uh, at underscore Derpkin underscore at underscore D-E-R-P-K-I-T-T-E-N underscore. That's about it. All right. So, so in conclusion, I know 2019 was a rough year for a lot of us. 
Um, so, uh, like, so I hope that I hope this podcast helped to bring a little bit of joy um, and relaxation to you, uh, you know, like throughout the year. And uh, and uh, I, and I'll sign off with my fervent wishes that 2020 be a better year for everybody. You know, this year was kind of messy and blurry. Uh, I'm thinking that I'm going to look at next year with 2020 vision. <laughs> and on that pun, I simply can't match. So uh, I'll let you. I'll let you have the last word for that. <laughs> yep. Thank you, everybody, and take care. Bye. Nintendo controls 80% of the video market. But no matter how you play the game, or which game you play, things definitely have come a long way since Pac-Man. Now you're playing with power. Deep of power.